0: You're listening to the midweek service from Harvest Bible Church. We hope you enjoy this message from our guest speaker. To learn more about us, please visit HarvestBibleOnline.org. I just want to share with you, and I didn't do this right at the beginning, but uh, my name is Sam, and I'm your friend. And if you don't want to be my friend, I'm still going to be your friend. Okay. Amen. Amen. But i just let you know a little bit about myself Uh, when I start getting into the Word and start looking at it. I kind of get a little militant once in a while. Is that all right? I mean, sometimes we just have to get a little militant because we're fighting a war all the time. Amen. And the thing that we can't be doing is we can't be sleeping all the time and wondering all the time, Lord, help us, Lord, help us, Lord, help us, Lord, he's already done it, he's already done it, he's already done it, hallelujah. And, and, and I wrote some things down here that the Spirit of God gave me, and I'm going to share just real quick. It says, we are in the time of multitudes, multitudes in the valley of what? Decision. And for the day of the Lord is near in that valley of decision, and you know he's ready to take the enemy out in that valley. And basically, so don't make the decision to go to the valley, because the Lord is going to go there and straighten everybody out. Amen? And then it got another thing he gave me, says, Jesus is coming so that we should make more and be more sensitive and alert. Three areas that we should be sensitive to. One, the battleground of the mind. If anything will destroy you, it will be your mind trying to get, get you out of it. Number two, the battleground of the church. Number three, the battleground of the heavenly places. And I believe we're in between the battleground of the mind and the battleground of the church. And I believe they're fighting up there in the heavenlies, waiting for their orders to come down and take care of everything, get us out of here, Hallelujah! In a twinkling of what, and I, we're gone. Glory to God! And basically, uh, that was just my announcements. (laughs) I I want you to say this with me before we get started, and then we'll pray. God is what He says He is. Say that with me. I mean, shout it out like you really mean it. I, amen. I am what He says I am. God has what He says He has. I have what He says I, I have. You're kind of slowing down a little. God will do what He says He will do. And I can what do what He says I can yeah, do shout hallelujah glory to God thank you Lord Jesus hallelujah hallelujah study who you are in the Bible study who you are in the Bible because boy if you study who you are you find out a little more about yourself every day and and I want to just uh thank Pastor Mark for giving me this time and I just kind of want to say Pastor Mark uh You kind of made me a little nervous when you said people are watching us from all over (laughs) And I don't know I might have a picture in a post office someplace (laughs) So if I'm out here back at your church when you get back they got me hallelujah (laughs) But anyway uh, The first thing I put on my on my lesson tonight is second timothy 1, 6 and 7. And therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of what? Fear. And what? Power and another love and a sound mind. Amen. So let's let the devil know that we are on to him. All right? And how do we do that? Devil, you're out of here. Come on. Come on. Get on it. Devil, you're out of here. Hallelujah. No place. No place. And then I wrote some more things down after I prayed last night. So I'll get to where we're going here in a minute. Uh, If it's the flesh bothering you, beat it up. If the Holy Ghost is comforting you, eat it up. I heard the Holy Ghost say to use him more. He said, I am not being used enough. I got too much time on my hands waiting for you to move out in the spirit of God. So I can be used more because you know I am your teacher, I am your helper, I am your guide, I'm everything to you. So why are we holding back? Right. Yeah. Heard these words maturity, mature. We need to develop and become more full grown. Amen? Amen. In the spirit, Amen. in the spirit. So, let's look at that. Now, what I'm going to read here, and I'm going to read uh, out of Ephesians 4, and starting at verse 17, he says, This I say, therefore, and testify, the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility of your mind. Now, that means pointless. Have you? Pointless mind. And having their understanding darkened, be annihilated with the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart who be in past feelings have given themselves over to lewdness and to work uncleanliness with greediness but you have not so learned Christ if indeed you've heard him and have been taught by him and the truth is in Jesus then you put off concerning your former conduct and your old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful of the lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Now, what I'm really going to go on tonight is the old man, so we're gonna we're gonna pick on the old man, and I'm gonna be the old man because David always tells me that anyway. So I've, <laughs> he's got. <laughs> so he's got me believing it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm, so I'm I'm gonna just go where I was in uh, in the message that I'm gonna give you, where after I got born again, what I went through with the old man to get to where I'm at today. Do you know? I better pray. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you. We praise you once again for the Holy Spirit being in our presence. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, for being my guide. Thank you for reminding me to pray and turn this over to you. I submit to you, and I thank you, and I praise you. And I know what you've told me to say, and I'm trying to keep it as close as I can. And I'm giving you the praise. I've given you the glory in Jesus' name. And thank you. Use me, use me, and use me in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So uh, where's my gal back there? So go to the first one of them uh, PowerPoints that we pointed out. Did she leave? Hello back there. (laughs) Look at this. And everyone, read it out loud. What's it say? You must be born again. again. Have you been born again? Have you been born again? Amen. And then go to the next one. So now let's get this one straight. I am. What are we? Come on, come on. You gotta, you gotta come in with me. I'm not going to read them for you. I'm just trying to help you out, right? All right. I am a spirit. I have a soul, and I live in a body. You know, there's still things going on in the body that the spirit has got control of. Amen? And so, as we read those kind of things, go to the next one, please. We're all like little worms. <laughs> Romans 12 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living Sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is reasonable service, and do not become what? Lord. To this world, but be what? By the renewing of the mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. Though this verse we learn, even though we become a Christian, we remain conformed to the world and all of the, I couldn't see that, problems and renewed. Yeah, failure. So basically, I just look at it, you know, and there's, he talks about the spirit of the mind, and he talks about the Holy Spirit. And everyone in here, do you know where the Holy Spirit is at right now? Okay, he's in us, right? Now, but the spirit of the mind is what we got up here. So I did a little study on where is that spirit of mind come into without the Holy Spirit And I found out there's got to be a connection between here and here because the Holy Spirit is in here and there's got to be a connection that it comes together up here so your mind needs to get born again so you and the Spirit of God can do the same thing and the anointing will come on you much stronger when the two agree with one another because your mind now isn't thinking about, I wonder who needs the healing tonight, I wonder who's going to do this, I wonder what i got to pay tomorrow, I wonder what I can do tomorrow because your mind checked out. Amen. You probably already got tomorrow planned as you were sitting here. But see, your mind and your spirit is we don't learn unless this thing out here is receiving because the Holy Spirit is receiving. But your mind needs to receive. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Don't worry about the covid. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't be worried about that. And, and don't give yourself into fear on it right. because your mind is trying to tell you something that's a negative. And our Father God never gave us the negative of being healed. Amen. He didn't say just about healed. He didn't say you're almost healed. He said you are healed by my stripes. In Jesus' name. Now, why are we going through this thing with this COVID thing? And I hate the word. But anyway, I believe it's almost like Paul, he got buffeted with what? With a thorn. And it was the devil that buffeted him and he, he had to humble himself because Paul had pride and he had to humble himself because God said you know what if i don't humble you you're going to get you're going to you're going to be a runaway you're going to run away with everything and Paul had to be humbled so he would stick with the word of god and not go out and do his own thing he stuck then with the holy spirit thank you jesus amen, amen. and that's why Paul made it as far as he did because that thorn every time He would try to do something on his own in pride. It would buffet him. So he had assigned to him a demon. God did it. (laughs) Amen? So basically, let's go to the next one. Do not be conformed, or be not conformed to this world. Next one. We're going to go fast. Another worm. (laughs) Uh, do not be conformed to this world, but be what? Transformed. Now you became a worm, and then you got into a little thing there, a uh, cocoon, I guess they call it, and then you became a butterfly. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So go to the next one. Renewing the mind is more than learning. It is changing. Renewing the mind is so much more than going through religious motions It is a conscience effort and a labor to become aware of how we really think and believe. Become aware of how God wants us to think. Focus our thoughts on God's thoughts. Practice the thoughts of God until they are what? And have the thoughts of God in everyday life. The more we get of that, the better off No sickness has a chance. Amen. Amen. Sickness is gone. Been taken care of 2,000 years ago on the cross. That blood, that blood took care of it. Amen. Amen. So let's go to the next one. Another worm. (laughs) Old man to new man. Now, this is where I'm going to start my testimony. See the guy away on the left side there? That probably was me when I got born again, because I didn't know nothing. I just know I got born again. I went to a high school auditorium, and a gentleman there was by Lowell Lundstrom, and he was preaching that night, and he was an evangelist, and he was preaching on uh, Noah's Ark. Okay. And when he's preaching on Noah's Ark, he kept saying, "One day, one day, one day, the door is going to close. Where are you at?" One day, one day the door's going to close, and I'm sitting up there in the bleachers with my children. And Sylvia, for me, she left with one of the kids and went down when he had the altar call, and I'm sitting there with one of the children, and I'm saying to myself, when they went in the back room, the door closed. And I thought, "Oh my God, here I sit." So I grabbed whoever — I don't think I think it was Brian. I grabbed him and I started going down there. And I opened the door, and lo and behold, Lowell Lundstrom was standing right there. He grabbed me. He didn't even ask what I was doing there. He led me through the sinner's prayer, got me born again. And when I left, got in my truck and went home, what changed? I couldn't swear. Clean my mouth up. So if we talk negative, we need to clean our mouth up. up. Amen? Amen? So basically, and then from that point, it was, a, it was, a, it was a, uh, a battle, because I like to drink beer, plus a little thing else. So I was kind of a wild guy, and I'm never going to give it up. I'm never going to give it up. I'm stopping with the boys. Every night when we stop after we're working, we're having a beer and we're having whatever and we'll play the jukebox and we'll dance with the girls and do whatever we got to do. And, and, and so that was my lifestyle and that was the way I looked. Probably now just a little bit more life in me because I knew I was born again now. I was going to heaven, right? I thought. But anyway, looking at it from that standpoint, uh, it got kind of serious because I was always a witness. I'd always witness to people about being born again. But I wasn't really, really the truth what I was doing. So I always went to this banker. In, in, I was getting loans for building houses. And that I kept witnessing to him and witness to him. And man, he was listening. And then... Pretty soon, uh, I got invited to a Christmas party by another contractor and I walked in the door and the first place I went and I got a can of beer, set it on the counter and I got distracted a little bit and I turned around and lo and behold, who walked in? That banker. I never went back to that beer. I never touched another one. Convicted. Today, we have to have the thing sometimes with being convicted, what we're doing, do we check it out if it's right? You know what I'm saying? Yes. And when it convicted me, basically, I had gotten to the point as I went home because I mean, I just didn't have a six pack, I had 48 packs, and I had everything else kind of packs. I wasn't going to ever run out because if the end came, I wanted to make sure I had one. <laughs> And, and so, but I emptied it in the sink. I never gave it to nobody because I didn't want anybody else to stumble. And, and basically looking at it from that was old man growing in that area. And lo and behold, uh, got, we kind of hit an area where we had a lull in, in working. And I got a job working at the Patterson, you know where that's at, in Bismarck. And it was an old building where all the politicians went. And they redone it, refurbished it, and made it all into little apartments for elderly old people. <laughs> and, and I kept witnessing to this. He was, he was an American Indian, stretched on alcohol like he couldn't believe it, good worker, stench, oh, man. So I kept witnessing, and so finally I said, you know, I, I, I want him to the Lord. I, I led him to the Lord there. And, and basically he still, next day comes, next day comes, and, and doing the same thing. And, and his old man wasn't giving up. And basically on that situation, I said, you know what? His name was, I believe, uh, uh, Bud. Bud, I'm taking you to my house. I'm going to stop and get you a bottle that you like, and I'm going to set a bottle down there that I like, and by tomorrow morning, if that bottle is still closed, you'll be delivered. Because he couldn't handle it being without. And I says, if that is open, then I know you're not serious about getting, getting rid of the booze, getting set free. And sure enough, the next morning, that lid was tight on that bottle. Because we have to make a choice, right? Whatever we do, even in what happened with us with this whole thing going on, we have to make some choices, right? Fear came in so rapidly that most people couldn't even think straight. Their minds were totally scattered. But you know what? We have the mind of who? Christ. So we should have also the peace of Christ yes. when we hear things like this. So I want to just tell you something. The more you talk about something, the more it becomes real. So if you say that word to somebody three times a day, it's something that entered in that person and fear came about. And when fear comes, what comes with it? Pretty soon you're laying in bed. Oh, I got it. No, I got it. You know, did you get tested? Yeah. You know, was you positive? Yeah. Well, who the heck cares? Keep it at home. Turn the news off. Because we can get hung by the tongue Every time something like this happens, if we're going to win a battle, we have to all come together as one to win that battle. Amen. Amen. That's the word what they call unity and in one accord. Amen. And we all have to be saying the same thing. You know, let's just say this. I'm going to go out and I'm going to get 15 people born again Saturday morning. Who's going with me? One, two, three, <laughs> so you have other plans. That isn't unity. Amen. All of our hands should have went up. <laughs> that's unity, and that's being in one accord. Amen. Why didn't everybody's hands go up? Because we had another schedule? I had my own schedule but the Holy Spirit's got a schedule for you. Amen? Amen. When the Holy Spirit speaks to you, that means, okay, I'm going to obey, and I'm going to go. There all might be only one, but we got that one born again. And the other 15, they ran, but we're going to catch up with them. (laughs) Amen? So the old man, the, 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 the old man really... Yet today, I'm going to just say this, never really dies. He's always going to be there to remind you of something. And he's always going to say, oh, well, remember way back then, you know? You remember your old girlfriend? Yeah. Remember when you sat down and or you got drunker and a skunk? Yeah, I still remember that day. Why? Because my mind has not been renewed enough to get rid of it yet, because I still like the old man talk. Amen? Is anybody guilty other than me? (laughs) That doesn't count. (laughs) So basically, looking at that, it's... A little bit about the old man sharing his testimony, and that's where I was at. And finally got to a point where I was finally starting to lead more people to the Lord, start ministry to Him, baptizing the Holy Ghost, things like this. Because I believe now God was starting to see that the old man was starting to die. But you have to let it die also. In, in Jesus' name, we just have to say, you old man, you ain't got me today. Uh, and about, about a week ago, I got seriously attacked I mean, something that should have never bothered me in the first place. And I'm telling you what, I had to fight for three days to get rid of it. And now I'm free. But will it try to come back to buffet me again? You know what I'm saying? So sometimes we we just have to be, be very serious about where we're at this day and hour we're in. Amen? So basically... I put this down. How can you renew the mind of a German? That was the, that, that was, that's the problem. We always know everything. We all, I can do that. When we have gifts all separated and all everything going on, well, I can do that. You don't have to help me. I can do that. You don't have to help me. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And we get this attitude that we don't really need the help of the Holy Spirit anymore. And basically we call for our wife before anything else. Can you help me do that? Because we're in one accord. Maybe. (laughs) Can you renew the mind of a German? That is like trying to make a mule into a racehorse. (laughs) The mule will never be a racehorse. And that's kind of German. We're, We're... belief strong where we came from but we got born again and now we're set free from that amen and and there's do you think it still doesn't try to rise up once in a while <laughs> it does yes don't get too comfortable and so i'm going to i'm going to wrap this up with galatians 5 if you go there with me And I'm going to read from verse 1, chapter 5, verse 1. got 47 minutes left, okay? (laughs) Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us what? Free. Say it louder. Free. Did you hear yourself? Free. Free. And do not be entangled, what? Again, with a yoke of what? Indeed, I, Paul, say that you, if you become circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. And I testify against, to every man who has come circumcised, that he is a debtor to keep the whole law. You have become unstranged with Christ. You attempt to be justified by the law. You have fallen from grace, for we through the Spirit eagerly wait for the hope of the righteousness by faith. For in Christ Jesus, there is neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything, but faith worketh through what? Say it again. Love. Love. And and I'm going to go there right now. Do you know, uh, there's actually three roots people really talk about, if you have a root of any kind. One is... We always hear this one. The love of money. The love of money is the rut of all evil. Yeah, sometimes we're like a sometimes we're like a like a monkey. You you ever heard this story? Throw a peanut in a big jar and then show the monkey where it's at. He reaches in with his hand. He gets the peanut. And the fact of it is he won't let go. He'll fight and fight and fight and he won't let go. And either he dies there or something eats him. Real good story, huh? (laughs) Let's read on. Love is another root. Love is the greatest root. But there's one that I'm going to cover is the root of bitterness. Something has happened to each and every one of us one day that we have not let go of. The root of bitterness will destroy you faster than anything else. It won't let anything move through you because that bitter spirit keeps coming up and saying, I, "Well, I forgave him, but I, I'm not going to forget it." <laughs> well, you just might as well have kept on going. So basically, how do you take care of that root is basically the same way you would take when you got born again. Confess that you are born again. Confess that you don't have the root of bitterness. You're not going to have any part in my life, this root of bitterness. And I have forgiven the person that I had aught against. Do I need to go tell them that? Absolutely. Let them know you love them. You know, there's, there, there, there's a lot of things that people say I love you that really don't mean that they love you. My name is Sam and I'm your friend. So looking at them, that root, tonight, before we leave, we've got 10 minutes, I am willing to pray with anybody that thinks they can't get rid of that bitter spirit, that bitter root. Is there anybody going to stand up and say, that's me, I want it out, I want done with it. I'm going to forgive whoever it is. We'll pray for you. Don't take it home. You don't have to, because when you get in your car, you're going to say, "I should have did it." You say, "Well, why would I want to? Why would I want to admit it?" Well, why you're going to admit it to somebody, some of the Holy Spirit? So why don't you just admit that you got the problem? Get rid of the root of the bitterness. Sever it. You know the fact of the root is basically the root. Don't need us. We need the root. So if you've got a root of love, that'll that'll cover it. That'll cover bitterness. The more you love, the more it goes. The more you love, the more it goes. Is love hard? Yes. Yes, L-O-V-E is hard. My name is Sam and I love you. My name is Sam and I still love you. So and then there was another thing came to me is that I feel just in about we got 7 minutes left. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands, for God has not given us what? The spirit of fear, and I read that before, but the power of lovingness on mine. Anybody want to stir up their gift? Anybody need their spirit? So, okay, be serious about it. Stand up. Stand up. Come up. Come on. I know there's more. I know there's more. Come on up closer. Hallelujah. Now, do you believe that when you stir up your gift tonight that you're going to continue to stir it up? Amen. It says flame the fire. Don't let the fire go out. Don't let it go out. We all have had hurts somewhat of our way. But basically, you stir up your gift, I'm telling you, it will definitely, definitely take care of what's going on. It'll even take care of the bitter root. Right? So, And love will take care of it just have to change our ways a little bit. just have to walk a little different in this day and hour we're in. We just haven't got the freedom we always have, right? right. Because things are happening. The battlefield of the mind. The battlefield of the church. There's battlefields going on. Uh, I guess I just heard today that basically we finally got the churches to, I think, stay open.
1: Thank you, Father.
0: Yeah. 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 Awesome. They're, well, if they're not gotten it, they're going to work on it. So I'm just going to go down the line. I'm just going to barely touch you so you don't think I, you know, whatever. Yeah. Julie, maybe you come up and help since. You men have got no problems with that? Any, any pride in here that keeps you from coming up here? Okay. You got it made. We'll know who to put into our screen after this. Yeah. Thank you, Father God. Stir up that gift that's within her in Jesus' name. Hallelujah yes, 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 yes. Uh, stir up this gift in this Yankee Lord. Hallelujah. Oh yeah. Anointing strong, anointing strong, anointing strong. Hallelujah. Oh yeah. Ha, ha, you're not done. No, you're not done. Ha, ha. You're not done in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Stir up, stir up, stir up, stir up, stir up, stir up in Jesus' name. Don't let the flame go out. Don't let the flame go out. Hallelujah. Oh, stir it. Stir it. Stir it. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. You're hungry. Hallelujah. You're hungry. Hallelujah. Stir up the gift of God in you. Hallelujah. Stir it up. Stir it up. Stir it up. Stir it up the gift. Nobody else can do it, but you can do it. We're just giving you strength to do it. Stir up. Hallelujah. Stir up. Stir up. Hallelujah. Stir up the gift of God that's in you. Hallelujah. Oh, Don't fear it. Don't fear it. Don't fear it. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You're free. Say, I'm free. I'm free. Hallelujah. Everyone say, I'm free. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to this podcast from Harvest Bible Church in Stockton, California. If you live in the area, we would love to have you join us at one of our services on Sundays and Wednesdays. You can check us out at harvestbibleonline.org for location and times. We hope to see you soon.